Hit it. Log Talk Radio. And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much, John Bon Jovial. Yes, I am, and you're not. Thank you to our listeners all over the world. Welcome aboard for another insane two hours of nothing but the greatest indie music in the world. Some of the greatest indie artists in the world are going to join us and talk with us. You're welcome to give us a call on our chat line at 347-945, excuse me, 347-945-3137. If you didn't get it this time, I'll repeat it, or John Bon Jovial will in a moment. You can also log in to our Blog Talk Radio chat room and talk with each other or pose questions for us. And if we're, uh, well, you know, if we've got nothing better to do, one of us will check in and answer your questions. But we're glad to have you with us. I see we've got, the, we've got someone in the uh, chat room already. And uh, remember, this is, well, this is it. I want to welcome you to, you to the Oh My God, Tomorrow's Monday show. We're live on Blog Talk Radio. We'll have archive podcasts free for you on 365 Radio Network, BFM. It will be on iTunes and CMG Internet Radio and an Internet device somewhere near you. I, uh, I, I really hate this time of year. It's a time that we're caught in the fog of all those other meaningless award shows. This is the show where every show is an award show. And we thank and give our award to Titty Bingo, our houseman, who provide us with our theme music and come visit us occasionally and tell us all Yay! kinds of wild stories and, and give us... Uh, some crazy music. You got to check out their site online, tittybingo.com. They've got some fun stuff, some great music there. Remember, it's always time to play Titty Bingo. Okay? Be sure and check them out. Join us in our chat room. Give us a call at 347-945-7137. You and our guests are the ones that pick these awards. There's no nominating panels, no phony panels or nominations or politics. Just simple award. Somebody does something or says something good or stupid, they get an award, and you get to pick what award. Simple as that. If you've got someone or something you think deserves an award, write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put award in the subject line. And who knows, we may select your award to present on the air. We want to shout out to our friends today, and you be sure and keep your notepads handy because you might want to take notes and remember these people yourself. Our first The David Bowers Award today goes to you. That's right, you, our listeners. As you know, and as I just mentioned, we're in the heat, or heart, of the the awards season with a seemingly never-ending pantheon of awards battering our senses with shows that seems like almost every night. And as you, as you also know, I'm losing my voice. That's a good sign. Would anyway, you please get that frog out of your throat. To sarcastically salute this onslaught of award shows by making every show of ours an award show. So you get the chance at our first The David Bowers Award show uh, award on this show. 
And I'm sorry, this can only be for the live listeners of the original broadcast. We can't do it for the uh, for the podcast listeners, but we have awards. Yes, we do. And no screwed up categories either, which we'll talk about more in a minute. The band Herrick has a new CD that's going to be released on tax day, April 15th in Spokane, Washington at a big celebration up there. So if you're in the area, watch for that. They'll be joining us on our June 12th show. And to celebrate the, celebrate the release, Herrick is giving you the chance to win copies of this new CD that hasn't even been released yet. We'll give the copies away right now and throughout the show for as long as it takes. Here is how you win a free CD of the band Herrick right here on the David Bowers Awards. All you have to do is remember the magic phrase. Okay, and the make it fair. We're going to award to our chat room and also to our phone listeners. We have three CDs that will go to our chat room listeners and three more that will go to our phone in listeners. All you have to do is log into the chat room or call us at three, four, seven, nine, four, five, seven, one, three, seven. And the first three people that call in or check in at the chat room with the magic phrase, which is, the David Bowers rocks. That's it. Just check into the chat room or call us at 347-945-7137 with that phrase, and you'll win a copy of this album directly from the band Herrick. Okay. You got that, everybody. Now, if my uh, voice yes, 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 we've got it. We've got it. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad that you was, got that, it. That was that was our cue. That was your cue. Um, we'll be watching for you to call in or pop in on the chat room. Our next TBDA, TDBA, the David Bowers Award, goes to, and you're going to love this, it goes to a group calling itself the Carolina Music Awards. Now, with all due respect, I find their limited categories are an unfair restriction to the process, the entrance, and ultimately the award competition itself, because they do have a very limited selection categories, so much so as to remove any legitimacy from the Carolina Music Awards, whoever they are. It forces people into categories where they don't belong. It penalizes the legitimate entrance in those categories by having them compete against others that don't belong in that category. And I feel it takes away from the legitimacy of the awards. Plus it forces entrance in the categories in which they don't have a chance of winning. It's like the Grammys not having a pop category, which they, by the way, have had since the 1950s. It's not as they put it, their efforts to safeguard the nomination process that disappoint me. It's their arbitrarily restrictive categories, a more complete selection of which could also be adopted from some of the real national awards shows. You can go online to the Carolina Music Awards and see the categories they have, but I think this cheapens the awards. To have a respected award, you must offer respect to the artists in all major categories. Now, to be fair, we spoke with representatives of the Carolina Music Awards and were stonewalled with the answer that they have studied major award shows for years and that 
if thousands of people write in, contact us, or a huge community push for a category, then we would add it to the process. Now, come on. A music awards program that does not have a pop music award. I mean, they can have hip-hop, they can have rap, they can have country, they can have these other categories, but no category for pop music awards? They repeatedly refused to answer me when I questioned them about where they would place artists like Celine Dion, Tony Bennett, or Miles Davis. Again, if they competed for a Carolina award, you would have Celine Dion competed in the same category as Black Sabbath. I would urge the Carolina Music Awards to consider discussing and rounding out the categories to at least include all major categories for some semblance of legitimacy. For example, you include the Carolina Music Awards include Americana, though they merge it with bluegrass and separate it from country. But they have no pop category, as I alluded. They also have no adult music category. They have no jazz category. They have no dance categories. Apparently, there's no interest in those types of music in the Carolinas. And nowhere on their website does it mention the option of possibly writing in a category if one isn't included in their arbitrary shortlist. So far, they've also repeatedly ignored my invitation for them to come on the show and join us and discuss on the David Bowers Awards their awards and their process that doesn't have any of these categories. And come on, guys. Do you really have to have the same monogram as the Country Music Awards? If you go to their site in their About section, they state, we are focused on one singular objective, the development of the music industry in the Carolinas, while encouraging growth in our music, both present and future. And they also say that on their website, the CM Awards focuses on the hottest music and artists in the Carolinas in most genres. However, we will honor artists outside the Carolinas as well. Uh, no mention of honoring artists in other genres, however. And apparently, they don't honor them if they're not in pop, adult, jazz, or dance categories. So how can you honor someone if you don't even include their category? And the pop category is the single largest category in any legitimate music awards program. So our first The David Bowers Award goes to the so-called Carolina Music Awards for presenting just another one of the multitude of seemingly meaningless award shows that would appear to do nothing but further the interest of the presenting group. Whatever that group is, there's no mention of who the sponsoring organization is. Anyway, that's it. That's our rant for the show. Moving along, we got a lot of music and a lot of people to talk to, so let's get right at it. Remember, if you've got someone or something you think deserves an award, email me at david at thedavidbowers.com. Put awards in the subject line and tell me why you think they should get an award. We'll be sure to check it out. And we will have a category for your award, by the way. If we have to write it in, we'll have that category. And don't forget, tweet your comments online at hashtag TDBA. John Bon Jovial, over to you. Yes, sir. Very well said, very well put, and very well thought out, David. I applaud you on what you just had to say, and I agree with you completely. Uh, and that's not just because I work for you either. <laughs> I do agree with you. Uh, 
ladies and gentlemen, uh, we would like to hear from you today. Call into the David Bowers Awards at 347-945-7137, or you can log on to our chat room on Blog Talk Radio and talk with our guests and ask your own questions. Coming up on the David Bowers Awards, we've got award-winning Canadian songstress Sophia Radish and uh, country singer-songwriter Daryl Nash, uh, New York rocker's Buttered Soul, and upstate New York rocker Z Donaldson on Rockstar 101. we got a lot of action coming up this afternoon, and we want you to stay with us. David, back to you. And now to our first guest, and here, before we introduce Sophia Radish, here is one of her hot songs. This one is literally called Hot-Blooded.
And there you go. That's Sophia Radish from Canada. And I think called hot-blooded. And right now, we're going to invite Sophia to come on in, sit down, and have a chat with us. Good afternoon, and welcome aboard to the David Bowers Awards, Sophia. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. This is so awesome. Oh, you're so welcome. We're so happy to have you here, and especially to be able to welcome a uh, a Canadian artist. Uh, so often we have more American artists than we do from other parts of the world, but we do try to we do try to get around to every area where we can get some great artists, and we have had. Glad to have you in representing Canada. Now, if I remember correctly, you're uh, you're out of Vancouver. Is that correct? I was actually just in Vancouver. I did a, a mini tour there, and it was my first time in Vancouver. I really enjoyed myself. I'm actually from Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. That's my hometown, and I'm uh-huh. currently visiting my hometown. But, yeah, I was just in Vancouver. It was it was amazing. Oh, I know. So the traveling and, and getting to play, it can be arduous, and there's a lot of work involved. It's not all the glory <laughs> yeah, that people think is. of, but uh, – you do. You get to see such wonderful places and meet such beautiful people no matter where you go. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I envy you that. Oh, yeah, it's very true. You're very right on that. I, I do um, enjoy enjoy the touring life. I really, you know, you never know what's going to happen next, which is always really cool and really Absolutely. interesting. Keeps life interesting. But I'm just so in love with songwriting and uh, performing and singing and acting that it's just my life and I'm very used to it and it is so important that you do enjoy it if you enjoy it that much as one wise person once said if you do what you enjoy you'll never work a day in your life and uh, yeah I I get that feeling I get that feeling from you that you do enjoy it now how long have you been doing this I'm current okay I'm 17 years old and I've been doing this since the age of 13 So, uh, yeah, actually how it uh, all started is um, through my love for songwriting, and I was in an acting for the camera class, and the coach told us to do a self-portrait exercise, which is an exercise used to express yourself artistically in front of the classroom. And I wrote my first song in the class right then and there, and the coach told me to never give up songwriting. So I never did. And But I've been on the stage all my life, you know, uh, doing dance or, you know, musical theater and theater, I really enjoyed that at, at one point in my life. But now I'm doing the film. I'm I'm in the film community. I'm involved in the film um, industry as well as the music industry. Fantastic! I know, and I I really understand what you're saying about the uh, the different areas you're in, the stage and the writing and all of all of the uh, all of the areas. Because I have long since regretted the fact that earlier in my career uh even before my career but definitely once i got into my uh broadcast and entertainment career that i did not get into improv i wish i had gone into improv i i i just look at that and i say you know that would have that might might very well have just opened up some wonderful doors to me that i would love to have explored but uh anyway Mm -hmm. this is about you this is yes oh i was just gonna say well life has a funny way of working and i think everything happens for a reason right so you know you just gotta keep on keeping on and uh, you know it's never too late that's a good point and i have thought about that i might uh, you know want to 
in a weak moment, I might go pursue it and see what happens. But anyway, you cool. you have been doing really well. I know the first thing I want to mention is the fact that uh, you just notched a uh, what I consider to be a pretty major accomplishment on the Digital Radio Tracker's National Airplay Top 50 Rock Charts. Uh, you have sort of snuck in all the way up at the number six position, and that is... <laughs> In some heady company up there, you're uh, you're right between some major artists like, uh, well, Disturbed, Sound of Silence is up there, Fuser, V Squared, Three Doors yeah. Down. You're actually one notch ahead of Foo Fighters. That's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing if you think about it. And those are so <laughs> it's an amazing place to be. That's for sure. I really uh, I've enjoyed my. Uh, my uh, charting and seeing, you know, me climb the charts. And it's, it's been actually really amazing and uh, really unbelievable, a really great experience. Well, it definitely speaks to, uh, to your talent and dedication and the fact that you also not only have the talent for writing and performing, but you have the talent for reaching people because you could write the greatest stuff in the world. If nobody appreciates it, it's not that meaningful, but you've got, you know, obviously, you've got some. Uh, you've got a lot of people that like what you're doing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I really have to thank everyone, all the supporters. I've been, uh, my my fan base has been growing so much uh, lately, and I just really want to thank everyone because without without you, I, I'd be nothing really. So thank you for your ears. Thank you for listening. It's awesome. It really is. Yes, it is, and I know what you say about your fan base growing because uh, I've been getting a lot of uh, a lot of comments and uh, messages about uh, your being on the show and people wanting to be sure they know how to catch it. So I have a hunch you have your own uh, pretty good sized audience out there right oh, now. That's you're so awesome. also you, you're yeah. also moving up towards uh, some other notable achievements because I understand that you've made, uh, including on uh, on my radio page, which. I emphasize all artists who appear on the show are welcome to post their music events, happening schedules, play dates, uh, whatever music mm-hmm. news they've got about themselves or their group if they're in a band. Uh, you're welcome mm-hmm. to post it on my radio page on Facebook. And you posted that you are in the CBC Searchlight mm-hmm. 2016 contest. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us a little about that. Okay. Well, um, CBC is uh, Canadian Broadcasting um, all over. It's national, and it's a really uh, major contest here in Canada. And one year, I actually got to the semifinals, which is really amazing. Um, so, but this time, I entered my. It's a music video contest, so I entered my music video hot blooded into uh, the CBC Searchlight Contest 2016, and you can vote right up until April 20th, 2016, and all the information is on my fan page, my Sophia Radish official fan page, and my website, which is sophiaradish.com. Um, please vote for me. It would be it would mean so much to me if you could, and it's been really amazing. I really am enjoying uh, the process. It's always so great to be entered into the contest. Fantastic. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there very pensive. I know you just have a question you'd like to ask. Well, sure. And first of all, Sophia, hi, and welcome to the show. We're absolutely thrilled that you're with us. Oh, um, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm oh, honored. Oh, sure. 
No, no, it's great to have you. It really is. I, you know, I'm listening to your song, Hot-Blooded, and you know, a couple of observations that I have on it. First of all, the production values on it are very, very good. I don't know who produced this record for you, but uh, my compliments to them. They did a very nice job. Thank you. Uh, I'll tell you a bit about that if you want. Um, sure. Be, uh, okay, great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I co-produced the album with Glenn Drover, formerly of Megadeth, and uh, yeah, it was a really amazing uh, experience. And the the album was released January seventh, twenty sixteen, and it's been doing so well. Um, Beautiful Sin. So obviously, Hot Blooded is on that on that album. So I really uh, had the privilege uh, and honor to be working with amazing people like this. So um, session players on this song and on the album, on the whole album, include. Glenn Jover, formerly a Megadeth, as lead guitarist, and I'm rhythm guitarist on this album. And uh, Sean Jover, ex-drummer of Megadeth, is drummer on the album, and as, w- as well as uh, Ronnie Dog Robson on bass. And it's, it's been amazing, and uh, people seem to really be enjoying it, so I really want to thank everyone. Oh, that's great. I mean, you really do have quite a backup uh, going for you there. The other thing that I wanted to, obs- uh, observation that I wanted to make was that, your singing is not representative of your age. Uh, in other words, oh. I'm, lis- mm-hmm. I'm listening. No, no, no. I'm listening to this, and I'm thinking to myself, this is somebody in their late twenties that's singing. Somebody that's got some experience. That's and, really, really honorable. Thank you. Well, no, you're welcome. I mean, I'm just calling it like I see it. Uh, you know, it it really uh, there there is a uh, uh, oh oh what's what's the word that I'm looking for? There's kind of a, a maturity in the way that you're singing this song. And uh, mm-hmm. it, 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 if, if this is indicative of what you're doing now at age 17, you're just a mm-hmm. child, my dear. Then, you know, where are you that going in to a be good in, way. in 10 Yes, yes, I do say that in a good way. Where are you going to be in 10 years? Where are you going to be in 20 years? I mean, I, I think that you have a very bright future ahead of you, and especially if you can garner the kind of talent not only that you have personally, but that you also have backing you up. I, that That's terrific. That's a hell of a combination. Aw, thank you. Well, currently I am an, in, in the, an indie artist, so I am, uh, you know, independent. Um, but I do work with some really amazing people who have distributed my music. I'm in a really good place right now to be able to be free and also, you know, uh, be able to have that backing for distribution and all of that. So I'm really um, honored about that. And um, I'm always looking for for big opportunities, bigger opportunities, and growing to grow uh, personally and professionally. Um, so, but it's going really amazing, really great so far. So I'm really happy, and I really appreciate the support. And I, I do, I do plan on, you know, uh, pursuing this uh, forever. Like this is what I want to do. This is the life. This is my life, and um, I'm really happy with with everything. And yeah, thank you so much. You're Wonderful, welcome. Sophia. We're so uh, we're so glad to hear. And he, John is right. You have a uh, you have a talent that is beyond your years. If someone just heard you, they would never guess that you're uh, you know, that you're on the virtual beginning. You're in the infancy of your career, and uh, that is uh, that's a great sign for you and for your future. Before we let you run off out of here, 
I do want to mention we're going to be playing the next track uh, is going to be Heat Wave, and I thought perhaps you could tell us a little bit about this track. For sure. I uh, produced Heat Waves on my first album, Intoxicated, and uh, that was released in uh, September 2014. Wow, time flies. But anyway, so I also, yeah, really. So I did a music video for Heat Wave, and my third cousin, okay, my third cousin Felix uh, from Germany actually filmed it as well. So it was an awesome opportunity to connect. Uh, with my with my family, so Felix Schmalinski is a filmmaker, and we filmed it in London, England, um, right in in London, England. So I, I, it was an awesome opportunity, and uh, I just really hope you enjoy Heat Wave. I also, before uh, you let me go, I want to mention where I'm playing next. Is that absolutely, okay? absolutely? Thank you so much. Thank you. So I'll be performing in Toronto uh, from May 22nd up in, in June, um, and I'm starting it off at the Rock Pile May 22nd. I'm opening for Wild Tea and the Spirit, uh, people like Jerome Godboo and Flash Teeter and the Man from Mars and Chris Burkett. And I really have to say that this is going to be like the biggest show I've done, and I'm really excited just because of the names and uh, to be able to watch these people perform and to open for them is such a, an honor uh, so I'm really excited for this Toronto tour and I'm also actually going to be touring in um, in the state of Pennsylvania in July and the state of Massachusetts in August so I'll be I'll be up your way so definitely Great. So I'm really yeah yeah fantastic and we'll be glad to Thank have you. you on board and we're going to be listening to heat wave in just a second I do want to remind our listeners who might be looking for you online uh, the, the spelling of your name because it's it's not quite like the vegetable. <laughs> the last name <laughs> no. is radish. And that's R-A-D-I-S- what I tell everyone. It's not like the vegetable. R a d s r i s c h. Okay, so so R a d i s c h. Yeah. Right. We are so happy to have you come on the show and spend some time talking with us. We'll definitely be following your career. Please stay in touch with us, and uh, we look forward to having you back again in the near future. Oh, of course. I, I will be very excited to be back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Sophia Radish, and here is a song called Heat Wave.
Sophia Radish from Canada, and uh, you're going to be hearing a lot more about her in the very near future. John Bon Jovial. Yes, sir. Yeah, I agree with you. Sophia's good. She's going to. Uh, uh, she plays your cards right. Uh, she can do something in this business, and uh, I applaud her. I think she's got off to a good start. Well, uh, you know, there's certain uh, shameless uh, promotions that we like to do here at the David Bowers Awards, and one of them is to try to schlep our T-shirts. And uh, I think it's about time that uh, if you haven't ordered yours yet, that you should order one because not only are they pretty cool, they're going to let everybody know about us because, you know, we're wonderful. Isn't that right, David? Aren't we wonderful? Aren't we That's just the first thing wonderful? I could agree with. <laughs> Don't forget to award yourself the official The David Bowers Award t-shirts. Uh, these are the only official t-shirts of The David Bowers Awards, and they are available only on our website at www.thedavidbowers.com. And we keep the price down by taking absolutely no profit from them, and they're strictly for our fans and followers. They're high-quality tees in black or white, ladies or men's sizes, so order now. They're still just $14.30. Order now at www.thedavidbowers.com. Don't forget to tweet your comments at hashtag TDBA. And up next with several question marks, David. Why, thank you very much, John Bon Jovi. Well said. Next up is Mr. Daryl Nash, a singer-songwriter from right here in the United States, and uh, he's an award-winning singer-songwriter, I might add. And we're going to hear him right after we listen to one of his, uh, one of his personal compositions. It's called Say It With Love. Here's Daryl Nash. Thank you. 
to shout and let me out. When we go, we never return. Cause there's just one lesson that we got to learn. Wherever you go, whatever you do, whatever you say, 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 say it with love, say it with love, say it with love, say it with love. Say it with love, in, in, in case you didn't catch the song title there. That's singer-songwriter Daryl Nash, and we're going to bring him on right now. Come on in, Daryl. Say hello. And, uh, well, uh, we're waiting for him. Uh, his and uh, John Bon Jovial. There you are. Okay, the light didn't light up for some reason. I uh, didn't realize you were there already. Daryl, welcome aboard. Well, thanks for having me. I'm honored. I appreciate it very much. Uh, uh, excuse my voice today, but we in Tennessee have been uh, pollinized, so to speak, ah. and uh, and uh, <clears throat> so it's <laughs> it's a little rough right now. All the pollen in the air. Well, I don't know uh, if you were David? listening earlier, but uh, when I went into my little soliloquy there, my rant at the top of the show, uh, I, I had a little bit of the same problem. My voice wanted to go one way while I wanted it to go the other, so I can I can relate. So, so they have the same thing going on in Nevada, then, huh? Oh yeah, we're uh, we're actually getting something really strange for the desert today. We're getting rain, and uh, we've got a oh my good yes, I saw that. Yeah, yeah we got one With your permission, a couple hours ago. With your permission, I'd like to give a shout out. Absolutely. Uh, I, I've I've appeared on other syndications, and I always like to uh, give a shout out to my friends whom I call family back in my childhood hometown, Dover, Tennessee. I often joke about uh, and tell others that where I grew up was so small we didn't even have a yellow flashing light. Uh, (laughs) That's how how quaint the town was, and I've been away from there for many years now. I reside in a town just south of Knoxville, Tennessee, a town called Maryville. Uh, But I take nothing away from that small town heritage. I'm proud of it. Well, I'll tell you So hello, Dover, Tennessee. I can relate to that too, Daryl, because where I grew up, a little town in upstate New York, uh, in the central New York area, for people familiar, Utica, Rome area, about halfway between Albany and Syracuse, a place called Holland Patent. And I think, as the last, as of the last time I was through there, which was uh, probably about six years ago, uh, they still don't have a flashy yellow light in town. So <laughs> I can relate with that completely. <laughs> I, I believe I believe my little hometown now has a uh, a red light, so I think they've grown enough to. Uh, but I'm not making fun of it by any means. It's uh, it's all said with affection, of course. And anyone back in that area, please don't get mad. <laughs> and we're ho- we're hoping that the red light is hanging in the street, not on somebody's house, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, exactly. David, David, uh, for you and 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 your listeners, uh, I'd like to give you a little quick and brief background of myself. I'm sure there's a ton of people out there that's never heard of me. Um, first thing you have to understand, I performed throughout high school and college, and music was a huge part of my life. Uh, when I graduated college uh, from relationships that I developed, I was offered a job in the field of finance, uh, starting with a median five-figure income. And, and at the time, that was a lot of money. 
So my entrance in, in back into the music field uh, was delayed a long time. Uh, I have to say that I owe a lot to my wife. Back in late 2009, after the uh, re- economic recession hit, uh, mine and my wife's business started to slow to a snail's pace. Uh, she suggested I write a song or two, and who knows what will happen, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so so I did, and uh, subsequently I produced five singles, four albums, uh, 2014 and 15 awarded the CMJ CMG Songwriter of the Year. Uh, last year in June, I was added to the UK's uh, Sub TV Music Brilliant Songwriters list, and that was quite an honor to uh, to be named to that. Uh, oh, since we've been on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Rhapsody, and all the other streaming services, our songs have been hit over a million and a half times. So, granted, that's that's been over a year and a half, but it's still not too shabby, even though it's not Taylor Swift numbers. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I don't have anything to complain about. Well, you don't have Taylor so Swift a little brief, either, I, probably, I presume. <laughs> so there's a little uh, brief background on me. I appreciate you saved me. Uh, actually, you saved me some questions that I was going to ask. We definitely like to hear the background of our artists and, uh, you know, know where they came from, what they're doing now. And, uh, of course, we'll get into what you're doing in the future, in the future. But uh want to question you on this. Now, I have in my notes here, it says that uh, you are a uh, an award-winning songwriter. And uh, perhaps you could tell us about uh, about the award you won. Well, um, the award I've won uh, two years in a row is uh, with the CMG Global Radio. I I, I believe that you're associated with them as well also on their deal. Yes, we are. They they carry our show on podcast, yes. Yes, yes. Jerry Jerry Kramer, Steve Smith, and uh, and the whole team there are are fabulous. Uh, I owe them a ton for getting recognition for a lot of my music uh, out there so uh kudos to those guys uh, very much uh, uh 2014 uh, uh I joined uh, CMG club and um first year there uh was awarded songwriter of the year and uh, fortunately 2015 back to back years I was awarded uh, songwriter of the year so uh, quite an honor quite an honor um yeah and uh, like I said, most people haven't heard of me, but uh, CMG gets the uh, get the song out there for the uh, indie singer songwriters. And uh, boy, I'm telling you, I'll I'll shoot them a, a, anything any day. I'll tell everybody if they're not a member of CMG, uh, they need to entertain doing just that. I understand that, and yes, we are proud to be carried by the CMG networks. And uh, Jerry has been absolutely wonderful with us, as has all of our uh, all of our contacts there. And we're proud to be a part of the, their organization. And based on uh, how well you speak of them, we're uh, even more proud now because it's always good to hear other people, you know, approve of an organization and think highly of them. That uh, that makes their respect even uh, even better. Thank you. That we're well, we're glad to hear well, that. Yes, and for the indie. Uh... People out there, they know how hard it is to get their song on radio, and and CMG does just that. There's a global network of radio stations, and and uh, affords indie um, singers and songwriters to uh, the ability to get their songs out for people to hear. And that's uh, and again, I am most uh, most appreciative of those guys. 
Well, that's one of the reasons that uh, we love working with them because they do concentrate so highly on the indie artists, the upcoming artists, emerging artists, uh, as we try to do here. And uh, together we can all present uh, the indie artists with, you know, another stage to present their, uh, their, their talents, showcase their music and uh, get heard by people that might not have heard of them otherwise, because it's, uh, it's a tough road to get played on mainstream radio and it's getting even less important for that now because so many people are listening to internet radio and choosing what they want to listen to rather than just listen to whatever the local stations happen to feed them. And uh, I think uh, it's an exciting time in that respect. Every, every bon chance Jovial. I get. I, I agree with you. John Bon Jovial, I know you wanted to chime in there. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, I always like, you know, chiming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, David, you're pretty much covering everything, you know, a couple of the questions that I was uh, going to uh, ask of Daryl. But, you know, the one of the things that I wanted to uh, that I do want to um, ask you about is your band, uh, the, the the music. It's very, you know, nicely produced. You, you know, the, it's full. I mean, it almost has an analog feel to it, uh, which, you know, just that warmth. And, and, and tell me about that. Thank you very much. I am a one-man show. Uh, I produce all the music in my little studio. I'm fortunate to have a studio in my house. And uh, so um, I produce every bit of the music and every bit of the vocals on all my songs. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that, that's yeah. great because it sounds like one-man you know, band. It, it, yeah, it's, it, it sounds like you've got some good studio musicians in there. Apparently, you do. Uh, yeah, yourself. It's <laughs> <laughs> myself. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and that's great. And, of course, I was going to say something about the red light district in your town there. When David, David wanted to know if, it was a, if the, the light was hung from somebody's house. But I thought better of it because I felt, <laughs> well, you know, that would be very unprofessional if we'd say something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. What are, now, what are your well, plans for, yeah, I'm I'm a I'm a one man band. Well, that's great. What are your plans for touring? I I don't uh, I don't tour. I I have been asked many times, uh, would I make an appearance? And and I don't. Again, I don't even have a band. So, you know, I'm I am a, a songwriter who happens to sing a little. I'm a, a product of today's technology and communications and boy it's allowed me a tremendous degree of global success uh, i'm not sure i could fill any hall just locally but <laughs> i do have a ton of fans globally and uh, and that wouldn't have happened just uh, just a decade ago you know what i mean oh uh, so, yeah uh, well, of course with, with the advent of technology and such you're, yes, abs you're yes, absolutely uh, you're absolutely right but you know we would uh we'd, we'd love to see you down here in florida i you know i'm in naples florida david is in uh you know along the colorado river in bullhead city arizona laughlin nevada area yeah uh but you know here in southwest florida actually in fort myers there's uh there there is a, a nice indie music scene going on there in downtown fort myers it's Fort Myers has kind of undergone a renaissance, and uh, there's a you know some nightclubs there, and a, a lot of the local indie artists play, and they get uh, a pretty good reception. So that, that's why I was you know I was asking you you know just in the sure. hopes that maybe you might someday be making it down this way. 
Well, you know, if if it comes to that, then uh, who knows, right? I mean, I I am just so matter. grateful and, and and thankful right now that I've been afforded an opportunity to do something I love, and that's music. And, uh, and if you right can make now, a living doing it, that's good. And and right now, my only my only plans right now is to continue growing uh, my online presence and. Uh, We've had a great deal of success doing that right now, especially with the with the pre-release of the new album. Always remember, uh, we had a uh, pre-release exclusivity airplay agreement with those guys, and from March 11th until April 1st, the date of the uh, release of the new album, uh, they they played all of the songs, and uh, it's turned out to be really good for us. That's great, that's and that's what. That's what I was alluding to earlier when I made the comment about what an exciting time this is because you have the explosive growth of indie radio online, and this is allowing artists like yourself, who previously would have had no way except going out on the road and touring to get their music presented to the masses to have any hope of ever getting on, you know, mainstream radio or any of the mainstream outlets. So I think it's a, uh, it's an exciting time and it's one that I'm happy and proud to be just a small part of. I wanted to ask you, Daryl, have you considered or ever been approached uh, to sell your music to uh, uh, mainstream artists that uh, might perhaps be touring or, uh, or recording? David, I'm glad you asked that because, again, my main gig is songwriting. And I have a rep in Nashville that promotes my songs to other artists. I have several right now uh, with major artists that uh, could very well record some of my songs that I've written. So that's my main gig. Uh, The only reason that I started releasing stuff is so I could get my name back out. You see, I was out of music forever. Forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got back in, started writing, and uh, thanks to my wife. <laughs> and uh, I know she'll appreciate me mentioning her. Her name is Leanne, by the way. Leanne, and, um, thank you. Yeah. Hi, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's the only reason I, I, I got back into it. Uh, so I'm grateful for that. And, David, every well, opportunity when I'm on a show, I, I, I like to raise the issue of, of the plight of songwriters. You know, I read an article not long ago that was a featured article in the Tennessee, and that's a paper in Nashville. Right. Uh, that, music, that, that Music City has lost more than eighty percent of its uh, professional songwriters. I wow. know you got to have a take on that, and um, and an opinion. You have one on everything. I know. <laughs> and, uh, and he is and right opinionated. The, yes. <laughs> and, and and you know and you know the current model of ownership versus streaming. Uh, I, I know that we both could agree that the digital revolutions definitely rocked the music business. Oh, absolutely. And uh, as a matter of fact, we had uh, some time ago, back in back, I think it was in our first year, which was what three, four years ago, uh, we had uh, Larry Perigas of uh, Nine North Records, which is based in Nashville, uh, on discussing just that subject uh, with the you know the effect of uh, of indie music, indie broadcasters, the internet, and its effect on the artists and the songwriters. And it is an excellent point. You're, you're absolutely right. It is something that uh, not only has to be considered, 
you have to, as a songwriter or an artist, you have to address that situation because the business has changed so dramatically over the last 10 years. Well, you take myself, of course, I've, I've always been ownership. I still album, have albums back from years ago uh, and, and versus the uh, the rental, what I call renting music, streaming, mm-hmm. uh, that, that really doesn't uh, – Pay songwriters enough that they can make a, a really good living off of it. So, and uh, I think that's the gist of what that article was was mostly talking about. Well, I'll tell you it's, one it, thing. It, I'll tell you one thing that I uh, I have been uh, facing myself, and that is uh, the situation vis-a-vis the independent operator like myself, uh, John, and I, along with our yes. engineer uh, Nick and. Uh, our, our cast of idiots that back us up. Uh, the, we're, we're faced with the new uh, new copyright laws and uh, the new rate that they are requiring. And it, it's to me, they're, they still need to do some work on it because one, yes, the artist and the writer especially has to get paid for their product. There's no question about that. And I've always been, anybody that knows me, knows I've been a strong proponent of that. But one of yes. the things that I question is how they are rating it because the little individual ones like us are actually getting hit harder proportionately than the major broadcast networks. If you were to see, I don't know if you've actually seen the breakdown of the new uh, the new ratings, uh, the new copyright uh, rating that they have, but the breakdown the individual artist, you take a guy who wants to take advantage of internet broadcasting and he just wants to go on there and play music and be himself, uh, you know, the personality radio that we had back in the 50s. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that to get licensing to play the licensed music uh, could cost him four or $5,000 a year. And I'm thinking, you know, hey, this guy is out there. He's not making any money off of it. He's not doing it for profit. He's doing it because he loves doing it. And here he is paying more proportionately uh, than than the big time operators are, which I don't think is right. Well, it, it is a dilemma. <laughs> yeah, there's no two ways about it. Yeah, it's something that is going to go through uh, a shakedown in the in the immediate future. You know that uh, sooner or later. Uh, it's going to get shaken down and worked out, and hopefully, to to a fairness for everyone. I, someone once said that the uh, the way you know you have a fair solution is if neither side is satisfied. But uh, yep. yeah, I think yep. I think there has to be uh, there has to be some equality there. The uh, the writers and performers have to get their fair share, and you don't have to scalp the little guy to do it. Yep. It is a it, again. It is a dilemma, and the way I look at it is that you know uh, if uh, there are no more songwriters uh, in a few years, we're all going to be listening to oldies radio. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's time to get Larry back on here as a uh, as a record company owner operator and uh, discuss the issue again. Thank you for planting that seed, Daryl. We're, uh, we're glad we get him back on yeah. here and. Uh, and discuss yeah. it in more detail as it has uh, as it's developed over the last. Yeah, couple yeah, of it's, uh, yeah, let, yeah. Do that. I appreciate it. And I appreciate what you do, uh, David, uh, very much. Let's well, talk about we my were, album. I, we I've are going to just do that because we appreciate having you spend some time with us this Sunday afternoon and uh, tell us about the new album. Okay, the name of the album is always remember. 
Uh, people can catch up with me at nashfarmsmusic.com. That's nashfarmsmusic.com. Uh, always remember, is an adult album. There's no dance music involved, so no oh, one has to darn. worry about that. <laughs> you mean you <laughs> the don't sounds, rap on it? Uh, <laughs> no rap on it or anything like that. Uh, all the songs I do is uh, are reflective kind of songs, uh, relationships, current and past, ups and downs of life, and and that most people could possibly relate to at some point in time. Uh, David, when I'm putting a piece together, I I have to say I'm always totally consumed with only writing and recording songs that that have uh, meaningful lyrics. So songs that uh, many, if not most, uh, people can relate to any particular time in their life. So uh, if if you have listeners out there that like that kind of music, please. Uh, I'm on all the uh, all the streaming sites: Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Rhapsody. Please uh, tune in, put me on your playlist, and uh, and give us a listen. And that's exactly why we invite artists like yourself to come join us on the show, play your music for us, uh, so we can share it with our audience and also encourage uh, self uh, promotion. That's uh, one of the uh, one of the tenets of our show. Self promotion is strongly encouraged. So uh, good. It's glad Absolutely. glad to know you're available on all of the usual. Uh, usual culprit sites out there for finding music indeed and we're going to close off here with another one of your songs and daryl tell us a little about never give up never give up um well you see i I, in addition to country music and crossover i I write a lot i write a lot of uh christian uh inspirational kind of music uh right and even though I don't know how to categorize the song. Uh, it's just people just need to listen to the words and and uh, never give up. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, people absolutely. have faith, have faith, and and uh, so most of my songs are not have have something uh, religious connotation involved. So, and this one does. I don't consider it an inspirational song, Christian song, but. It does have uh, inspirational connotations. And I think we can all use a little bit of a boost every now and then, especially in these days. Daryl Nash, thank you so much for coming and spending part of your Sunday afternoon with us, sharing your music. We'll look forward to hearing from you. Please keep in touch, and, uh, hey, we'll get you back on here again in the not-too-far-distant future. I'm honored to be here, and thank you so much, David, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing, my friend. Thank you so much. Our pleasure. Daryl Nash, ladies and gentlemen, and this is called Never Give Up. Some people give up on dreams. Can't figure why. Refuse to call for aid from the other side. Caught up in the dividend, throwing the towel. They asked God for some help. They'd reach him somehow. Never give up, cause nothing's easy. Especially when the funds are low and the debts are high. Don't be 
afraid Spread your wings and fly Oh yeah The strongest man you've ever known is Christ So never give up Quitting's like a malady Spreading real slow Consumes your confidence Makes you feel low Everybody's got a reverie Some believe that can't come true A little prayer to God Work wonders for you Never give up Cause nothing's easy Especially when the funds are low And the debts are high Don't be afraid Spread your wings and fly Oh yeah The strongest man You've ever known is Christ So never give up The time has come To just let go Of your fears and doubts God's help Is what it's all about Yes, I know there will be times You think you can't get through Anyone can do what they put their mind to Never give up cause nothing's easy Especially when the funds are low and the debts are high Don't be afraid, spread your wings and fly Oh yeah, the strongest man you've ever known is Christ, so never give up. No, never give up. Don't ever give up. Never give up. Ladies and gentlemen, that's Daryl Nash right here on the David Bowers Awards, where we're about ready to roll into our next future, which will be, of course, Rockstar 101. But first, John Bon Jovial. Yeah, well, we've got to pay a couple of bills around here, David, so we can keep this place on the air. So I want to tell you all about uh, one of our ongoing and regular sponsors. They call themselves Computer Help USA. Uh, Help is their middle name, and they are here to help you whether you're having hardware issues or software issues and, of course, viruses. And, uh, you know, the the big virus du jour these days is ransomware where all your data is encrypted. And uh, the best way that you can prevent that from happening is just to use common sense. Uh, You may get an email uh, you know, from a bank. You may get an email from UPS, from FedEx. Well, first of all, they're not going to send you an email unless you initiate the conversation first. And uh, if you click on those links, and that's just the kiss of death, and that data becomes encrypted and you can lose everything. So we just really want to kind of pass along a, a very timely tip to you to be very careful these days. The Internet can be a very dangerous place. It can be a very useful place, but you've got to use common sense. Computer Help USA 
located in Naples, Florida since 1998. They have been helping people to get themselves out of a security jam and to make sure that that never happens again. You can give them a call anytime on the phone, the uh, old-fashioned way. It's area code 239-596-6112, or find them on the Internet at www.comphelpusa.com, or, of course, on Facebook, uh, facebook.com forward slash computerhelp or comphelpusa. Uh, Computer Help USA, whether you need new equipment, used equipment, whether you need to have it clean, get rid of the virus, uh, troubleshoot equipment problems, uh, build a new network, maintain your computer domain, Computer Help USA, they are here to help you today. David? Absolutely, and uh, we're so glad they are here to help us because they've been keeping us going for years, and we thank them very much and recommend them very highly. And right now, another person we recommend very highly Mr. Z. Donaldson, Anthony Donaldson of the upstate New York band Street Rock Mafia is joining us. Let's uh, bring him on in here, and we'll turn the uh, podium over to him for Rockstar 101 and uh, discuss a few things that uh, emerging artists should know and perhaps consider to help promote themselves in their career. Z, welcome aboard. Rockstar 101, huh? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> All right. You I didn't know you were going to be a professor. For... Kindergarten first before I get the 101. <laughs> you didn't know you were going to be a professor for a day, did you? <laughs> I had no idea. But hey, let's give this a whirl. How you doing, David? It's good to talk to you, my friend. It's been a while. Doing well, my friend. And yes, it has. It's been too long, and I'm glad we came up with an excuse to get you on the show. So we got an excuse to talk some more. Uh, we uh, we have to share this with a few million people around the world. But hey, that's what friends are for, right? Yeah, absolutely. Now, first, we're going to talk about your uh, your latest creation uh, that I hear is uh, sort of taking off up there in uh, central New York. But first, I want to discuss a uh, program that you started here not too long ago. You started a video program locally uh, that uh, could be used to uh, to grow and promote a local artist. Tell us about this uh, creation of yours. Yes, uh, well, I got together with uh, my good friends over at the MadeInUtica.com folks. Um, this is really cool what's going on, actually. There's a bunch of young 20-something-year-olds that are um, really paying attention to what's going on in our area and trying to make the place, you know, better, you know. And so what they do is they do different events, and, and they're doing some great stuff. And they approached me with this, and they are like, hey, it'd be really cool if you could do a show called UCs with Z." sit down, have a beer with some old friends of yours. You've got rock stars for friends. You've got business owners in, in town that are friends, radio guys. Let's sit down and um, record you just having a conversation with, with some of these friends of yours. And I'm like, yeah, that would be great, you know. So we did, and we took the ball and started running with it, and it's been going great, actually. Um, in fact, i got a busy week with it this week with uh, with a couple guests coming up. But um, it's been going great, man. It's you know, in the Made in Utica, uh, Made in Utica.com, that's the, that's the website that we're broadcasting that out of. And, uh, and I'm having a ball with it, David, i got to tell you. Well, listen, anytime you can get to sit down with old friends and talk about commonalities, things that you both enjoy talking about, and have a beer while you're doing it, what the hell else do you need? I mean, how could you not have fun? Right, <laughs> that's exactly. A, that's a great premise. And, uh, 
I've caught, I, I, I must admit, I've only caught parts of uh, one of your shows, but I was so, uh, I was so impressed with the basic concept in its simplicity yet effectiveness that uh, that's why I got a hold of you and said, hey, man, come on, we got to talk about this on the show, because this is something that local artists all over the country can actually do. And again, referring back to uh, our, our last guest, Daryl Nash, and we were talking about how, uh, how fantastic it is to have the availability of the technology and the media we have today where Virtually anybody can put it together a show and put it on the internet and show it not only locally but around the world. This is this is just fantastic. Now, how can you apply this concept to promoting your own, in your case, your own group, but to any artist in any market? How can he apply this to promoting his his musical activities? Well, I mean that's a great step right there. Video, it seems like video is the best way to to platform lately. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. artists are giving away their music these days and just making money off of merchandise and, and road sales and stuff like that. But this is um this is a great way to to platform any kind of music you're doing. Make a video, get together and then boom, like you said, put it up on YouTube and then all of a sudden people in Australia can check you out. It could go worldwide instantly. So yeah, it is it is a great platform to do it these days and for sure. And upstate New York, like most places in the uh, in the country and the world, brother, it's cold up here. <laughs> yeah, I see that you're having great April weather up there. You were in the low 30s this morning, and uh, yeah, that's well, that's one time. As much as I miss my old home side, that's one time that I'm glad I'm out here in the desert where cold is 50. You know, it, it's but it was 65 total... on Christmas. Christmas was 65, and today know, in you, April it's 35. You, you never know what it's going to be, and then this week it's supposed to be beautiful. So, but who knows? It could snow in June. <laughs> well, hey, I'm sitting, I'm sitting out here in the middle of the desert in the pouring rain. So, I mean, <laughs> weather, the weather has been strange. But uh, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go with this concept now? What have you got planned for it? Well, right now, still the UCs with Z is still kind of a work in process. We really haven't perfected it yet. There's some things that we got to work out, and, and some logistics that we need to work out. And uh, but um, I, I, I just want to keep doing it. I mean, I've got some uh, great guests coming up in the near future, and uh, you know, I'm going to be tackling some business owners that are locally. We're trying to keep it local, you know, trying to keep it on a local aspect, and of sure. course, you can catch it worldwide. But uh, we're just trying to keep it local and trying to make our area, which, you know, has been doing pretty well. It's pretty much on the upswing right now. We're trying to make our area a little bit better than it has been for sure. Well, that's uh, what I started to say there and then got uh, sidetracked when we got talking about the uh, lovely upstate New York weather. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the area area that you're in, which is, as I prefaced, is uh, about halfway roughly between Syracuse and Albany, so people have an idea. It's a uh, smack in the middle of state New York. Yeah, you have to call it a minor market. It's definitely not a major metro in the terms of, you know, like New York, Chicago, L.A. and all those places. But uh, it's a uh, it's an you're you're a focal point area where you've got two cities. You've got Rome and as well as Utica. And then you've got a lot of outlying communities that rely on these two cities for for virtually everything it's their major shopping centers it's their local media centers and consequently they all sort of funnel into uh both rome and utica and uh, 
what you're doing is basically advancing uh, the possibilities. You're you're doing well. You're doing kind of what we're doing with this show. You're you're giving them another stage to present themselves and their product on, and uh, that's what we're all about here. You know, we're not yeah, absolutely. Uh, we're we're not uh, you know we're not on a major network yet anyway. Uh, we're we're watching the mail for that one, but uh, uh, <laughs> we are giving we are giving artists. A, uh, another stage, another platform to perform on, and to a lot of artists, or to a lot of audiences, rather, that they couldn't get any other way except on the Internet. I mean, we've got, at last count, we were over 20 million listeners worldwide, uh, which sounds like a lot, but when you look at the grand scale of how many hundreds of millions of people there are in the world, it's a drop in the bucket. But for us, it's a start. And, that's, you know, looking back, amazing. looking back to my radio days, uh, I started in Utica at good old WTLV when they owned the market. And, uh, you know, I never had 20 million listeners. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> outrageous for me to sit here and think there's over 20 million people that are going to hear what I'm saying right now. That's, you know, it's insane. And I, I still, I still salute WTLV, my first full-time gig in radio and all the guys that we partied with there. We had some, some great time. So I, I, I kind of left my heart there in Utica in the area. So uh, a, a quick salute there. Now, <laughs> Z, one last yes. question on, on this topic as to, you know, how it can be applied and what artists could do, for example, if they wanted to start a show like this, what the, what the basic building blocks are, what they would look for, what kind of a, uh, what kind of a program organizational structure they should have? Well, they, they could do it off your iPhone. You know what I mean? Like the way technology is so advanced nowadays, you can you can do it live on Facebook these days. You could go live on Facebook. You know, just record yourself, and boom, you're already out there instantly on Facebook. You could do it anywhere. It's, it's just so easy to do. You just got to get out there and really do it, you know. But the way we set it up is we have a couple camera angles and whatnot. And we do the camera one, camera two, camera three angle, and um, just open up a couple beers and have a conversation, and it's that easy, you know? It is that uh, easy, David. I Hey, I wish we were there in the area. We'd hire your guys to come and do our show, and we'd go video in a heartbeat. That would be, that would be great. We had, you know, but that's I, the I thing know. is I have, I have a face for radio, you know what I mean? <laughs> I well, radio. Nobody I wants to look too. at my mug. <laughs> I've been told that I do too, but uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's a fantastic thing, and I, I really am uh, happy to hear what you're doing. And I know what you're saying about how easy it is because – we had a band on here, uh, not last year, I think it was the year before, John will remember, uh, we had a band on here that did an entire album recorded off of their iPhones. That's and amazing. They had a oh, great yeah, song. that's right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Technology is fantastic. When it works, you know, it, it's kind of like the ladies. Uh, when, they, when they go the way you oh, want them to, no, it's a Dave, beautiful be thing. Be careful there. Be careful. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little hard to understand what makes them tick, but uh, when, when things go right, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Great analogy, brother. I wish I could high-five you. <laughs> I'll accept I'll accept the thought. Thank you very much. And Z, you have another thing, and this is something that I think that uh, makes you a uh, 
You're a you're a double you're a double scoop uh, ice cream cone today because uh, I'm a you double got, dipper. Uh, you're a double dipper because you've got two fantastic points uh, that can uh, go to help in the artists in the business. The first, the fact of how they could actually very simply and economically start their own video programming to support and promote their music and talent. And now what we're going to go to is another fantastic project that you started, whereas you have come up with uh, what amounts to a fight song for the local (laughs) professional hockey team, which is the American Hockey League's Utica Comets. I remember as a kid, uh, they were, they were operating out of Clinton. And uh, I think at the time they were the minor league club for the, uh, for Minnesota, I think if I remember correctly, but I remember growing up going to the, uh, the hockey games there in Clinton. They're now in Utica at the uh, Memorial Auditorium, which I spent many, many fun hours at the auditorium for the uh, rock shows back in the 60s. So I remember that place well. I understand they refurbed it, which it probably needed desperately. But tell us about this fantastic song. I mean, you have basically created for the Comets hockey team uh, what Metallica did for uh, Rivera of the Yankees. <laughs> you've, given them, you've given them a song, an image song, and uh, you guys created it yourself. Tell us about it. Well, it's really not about the Comets. It's inspired by the Comets, and they had a great run in the Calder Cup Championship last year. Um, they made it all the way to the finals. And, you know, David, it was the greatest weekend in Utica history. It was awesome. People were tailgating and partying, and everybody was blue and green, and just the businesses had Let's Go Comets in the window. I mean, everybody got right behind the Comets. And um, and just the atmosphere inside that building was just amazing. I mean, something I've never felt before. And I grew up in the odd myself. Like you said, you grew up there in the 60s checking out those concerts. Well, I skated that ice, you know, in, in the late 70s, early 80s, you know, when I was a kid playing hockey. And, and I've been to the concerts there in the 80s and 90s. And so I grew up in that place as well. And I've never felt energy like that in that room ever in my life. And it inspired me to write this song. And just something, the word inspirational noise came to my head, and we just kind of ran with it. So um, fast forward a little bit, we record the song, and then we got a couple of the Comets players to come into the studio and do gang vocals on it, which was cool. Um, they came down, they had a great time, and just shouted into a microphone for about an hour and whatnot, and featured a couple of their players, and... It, it, it's been an amazing run with this song for sure, and it's cool that they got our support and their support, and it's kind of a, like a good marriage for sure. It sounds fantastic, and I know. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think I told you when I when you sent me an advanced copy of it and I played it. The, as soon as I heard it, you were, said, you leaked us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, actually, we got leaked. You were the one that leaked us. You were the culprit. <laughs> <laughs> we did it, that We did inadvertently leak through a misunderstanding. Uh, got the thing played a day sooner than it was supposed to be played, and uh, oh, it was we, funny. Actually, I find it hysterical. Hey, I, listen, I'm going to put that. I'm going to put that in my scrapbook right along with. Uh, you know the, the uh, what's his face that I, I, his name slips me now. The guy that created the uh, the expression rock and roll and first used it on the air, the Cleveland disc jockey there, and other things like that. This is going to be my first. This is going to be my my memory, uh, my contribution to rock music. I leaked 
this song that's going to be a monster. <laughs> but I remember, I remember when I played it, I got a, I got back to you and I told you I can just picture in my head, I can just hear the pandemonium of the fans when you play this song at the Comets game. They're just going to go wild, and once they get used to it, once they know the words, they're going to tear the house down every time you get to the chorus. <laughs> great man and that's that's what we're hoping for you know we just you know, it's a great song for them to rally behind for sure and you know and even the, the players have talked to the players after the song has come out and everything and they were like man the first time we heard it, it was like yeah this is awesome and they kind of pumped them up a little bit they said so that was really cool to hear that from coming out of their mouths for sure oh absolutely and the fact that for for you guys you and your band to have accomplished something like this and made the connection and made it work. I mean, that's, that's quite a remarkable feat in itself. And uh, I personally congratulate you. John Bon Jovial comments. John Bon Jovial. What's up, buddy? Well, you know, I'm just kind of hanging out and being hip. What about you? <laughs> and I'm wondering if you're the type, I'm just wondering if you're the type of guy that gives love a bad name. Oh, always, always. Just ask my wife. She'll testify to that. <laughs> no, man, we're just glad to have you on the program, Z. We really are. It's, it's great just, to been, be I've, here, man. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for having been, me. Oh, you're very welcome. I've just been sitting here listening, taking it all in. I had a couple of questions I was going to ask you, but David kind of pulled the carpet out from under me and threw me under the proverbial radio bus, so I can't ask him now. But, yeah, that's all right. I can live with it. <laughs> no Jewish guilt for me. Hell no. Well, He's you know, talking to Mike, man. You know, from, from my standpoint, there are, there are two things that I can hear when I do a show that tells me, that I've done an adequate job at doing what I set out to do. One of them is when the person to whom I'm speaking answers me starting saying, you know, that's a great question. <laughs> and then the other, the other thing that tells me that I'm doing an adequate job is when my co-host or someone else on the show said, you know what, that's the exact question I was going to ask. Then I know <laughs> I've done my job. <laughs> so That's right. Are going that's to- right. We are going to wrap this up with you, Z, by thanking you so much for coming and spending some time with us today. And definitely want to hook up with you and your band when you, uh, well, when you get something you want to announce or something, give me a shout. We'll get you on the show. We can get you guys on the show, play the new music if that's what you're doing. You said you're working on some new stuff. But we definitely want to get you and the band back on the show. David, I want to say personally, thank you so much for all the love and support you've given me throughout the years. I mean, this is not just now. This has been going on for many, many years. And you've supported me through all of my endeavors and everything. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everything you've done for me. And uh, and my mom thanks you as well. She loves you as well. <laughs> uh, and she sure says hello to Mama's and, for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely will. But, you know, seriously, for all the support you've given me throughout the years, man, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure, always an honor to be on your show. And thank you for everything, man. Keep doing it. I love what you do, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Don, uh, Anthony Z. Donaldson of Street Rock Mafia, upstate New York rockers. You're going to hear a lot from them in the near future. And you're going to hear about uh, three and a half, four minutes worth of them right now because we're going to play that legendary Comets hockey song, Inspirational Noise. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Street Rock Mafia. 
a tune that was inspired by and is now being utilized by the American Hockey League entrance from uh, Utica, the Comets. And uh, hopefully that will inspire them to get back into the Calder Cup again this year and take the whole thing. I'd love to, I'd love to, John Bon Jovial, I would love to be in that uh, auditorium when, they, when they're playing and just listen to the crowd go wild when they play this song. I think that would be absolutely oh, that's, amazing. That's a great, yeah, it's a great experience. It really is. I know that, you know, here in uh, the Fort Myers, Naples area, you know, the uh, I've, I've gone to a few of the uh, Florida Everblades games, uh, the uh, ECL Hockey League uh, Everblades, right. and, you know, the, the crowd there is so enthusiastic, and the music it gets them all wound up and uh, – yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's it's really pretty neat. Of course, I've always thought that Florida and hockey was kind of a contradiction of terms, but apparently yeah, they're able to pull it off. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I, w- I was totally blown away when Tampa won the NHL, uh, the Stanley Cup that one year. I said, you got to be kidding me. A Florida hockey team wins it all? The people in Canada and, and, had you know, to be... Oh yeah, and, and as and an interesting aside, as far as Canada is concerned, and our Canadian friends, I want to pass along my condolences. There is not a single NHL team from Canada in the in the playoffs, the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs. Yes, it's not one. Yeah, yeah that is, and I don't is, I don't know how long it's been since that's happened, or if it's even ever happened. But uh, you know, uh, hey, you know, Canada, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's. that's <laughs> There's definitely going to be some repercussions north of the border this year, this summer. But, uh, hey, we got to get moving right along because we've got another guest standing by. Our next guest, a group from New York City that uh, started out as a cover band. They're expanding with some of their own music, and we're going to play one of their cover songs right now. This is their version of Santana's classic Black Magic Woman. Ladies and gentlemen, from New York City, here is Buttered Soul.
Black Magic Woman by the New York group Buttered Soul, who are joining us right now. So let's uh, welcome aboard uh, Craig from Buttered Soul. I had to look at the cue card there. I lost the name for a second. Uh, if we can, uh, Craig, are you with us? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there I am. you are. <laughs> I figured I'd open with that. 
<laughs> yeah, Craig and that. Gary, I both, we're, we're both with you, guitar player and singer. Hey, okay, Gary and Craig, let's see. Now tell us which is which, the singer and the guitar player. Well, uh, I'm the singer, I'm Craig, and okay, Gary Craig, is the guitar player. Welcome aboard, hey, Gary, both of you. <laughs> welcome aboard, both of you. Glad to have you on board with us here today. And uh, thank you for that uh, that sterling rendition of Black Magic Woman. How long did you work on that one? Oh, man. Hey, David. First of all, thank you very much for having us on the show. Um, this is Gary, by the way. Uh, yeah, we worked, we, you know, we work real hard. Buttered Soul works. We, we pick the best uh, rock songs ever written, and uh, we bring them down into our studio, and we really work hard at um, recreating them. We're just avid lovers of classic rock and, and the best of the best, and um, and that's what we do. So we yeah, we worked we worked very hard on on that song, and um, the, we we're really happy with the recording. I mean, didn't this recording quality sound pretty good to you? Absolutely, yeah. That was one of the things that struck us. Uh, like I said, the the quality and the fact that uh, you, it's obvious you put some work into that. That wasn't something you just went out in the garage and uh, jammed and came up with. You put some work into. Ah, we it. learned it in the parking lot, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah, no, no covered garages for us. Get out into the fresh Run in the parking lot before the gig. There you go. Uh, by the way, I love the uh, the the other uh, band you had on before us. Uh, I was just listening to it. Um, some of the guitar work in that is beautiful as well, man. Oh, on the inspirational noise. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. They're, they're a good group. I've uh, I've known. Uh, I've known Z for uh, several years. I'm from the area, but the odd part was uh, we didn't meet each other until, no, 30 years after I'd left the area. I was back up there, and uh, I did uh, one of uh, one of these shows live from the uh, Utica Music and Arts Festival. Uh, that was back, uh, I think it was, what, 2010 maybe, 20, 2009, I guess it was. Uh, we did the show live from the Utica Music and Arts, which is an all citywide festival. They have them, you know, the acts. It's kind of like uh, Austin. They have the acts all over the city, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I got to meet uh, Z as well as a lot of other people there, and uh, we've been uh, friends ever since. And his group uh, is another one that puts the work into it to get the uh, sound out of it. So yeah, he's uh, they're a good bunch and a great bunch of guys too. Now about you yeah. guys, how long have you been together? Craig, why don't you take Ooh, this? Wow. Uh, well, the band has been together, uh, you know, as a group. The, the band Butted Soul has been together probably about 12, 13 years. But um, it started out as a funk, uh, soul, R&B kind of thing. And over the years, you know, I've had some, some you know, pretty popular guys in the band. Um, Bobby Rondinelli, for one, the drummer that played with Black Sabbath and Richie Blackmore's mm. Rainbow, mm-hmm. and um, and but as as guys came into the band, I would always like you know go towards their strengths, you know. That so, makes sense. You know, yeah. Bob, Bobby is a rocker, so you know he wanted to do the stuff that I wanted to do that I was doing, and I wanted to do the stuff that he does, you know. <laughs> okay. So it kind of morphed a little, kind of morphed a little bit, and then. And somehow I found Gary, and Gary is a true rocker. You know, Gary played with a lot of groups. Uh, you want to tell him what you played with, Gary? Oh, yeah, yeah, David. I, I was um, I was touring in San Francisco and throughout the country with, um, remember the band um, in the 70s, Malo? Yes, absolutely. Yes. 
yeah, Latin rock. Uh, we did some shows yeah. at Santana, and um, and that's how I really uh, I, I'm enamored with uh, Carlos's uh, not only his his tone and his style, but his his how he approaches music and it's very spiritual and he feels every note. Just an incredible player. So um, I was exposed to his playing uh, back in uh, we we toured throughout the '80s, um, and I also toured with uh, Larry Coryell and uh, Randy Coben doing a fusion thing. Um, mm. So uh, yeah, a lot of I'm, I'm you know very diverse, but uh, I'm a true. I was rocker, say very well rounded. Yeah, yeah very and well. Craig, Craig's voice is just uh, it's just incredible, and and um, he can really sing the, the the classic rock stuff really really well, and that's well, you what's know, most if, important, right? Well, I, they're, they're all important. I mean, you've got to put it all together to come out with the total result, and I think you guys have proved that. I know if I had. If I had paid attention to your group's name, I would have expected a little soul and R&B sound, uh, and you've just explained uh, the morph from that to where you are today. But I didn't, uh, I didn't really notice the name I was going through and uh, listening to music by listening to the music, <laughs> not paying attention to the name of the group or any, you know, having any predisposition to like or what to expect out of them or anything. And that's how I came up with you guys. Then I realized I looked at the name Buttered Soul. I said, hmm, that's strange. I would have expected, you know, more, uh, definitely not James Brown. Let's see what we do have here. And, uh, <laughs> you guys, I, I think the fact that you, uh, I think the fact that you impressed me with the way you did is what impressed me. And I said, you know, these, these guys are good. And this was before I knew anything about you to know whether, you know, for all I knew, you could have been a garage band out of Hapog or someplace. And, uh, uh, <laughs> but I just knew you had a sound that showed that you had the talent and you had worked at it. One of our, uh, my engineer, my engineer and tech guy who, I don't know, he should be listening in right now. If you are Nick, uh, be, feel free to pop in. Nick has done some playing with some artists and uh, some touring as well. Nick, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, Nick. What'd you think? What'd you think of these guys? I think it's fantastic. The production is just fabulous on it. Actually, I did have one question for these guys, and it's a it's a question that uh, I kind of phrase to myself a lot of times, and I, I I generally try to ask the artists that come on what their position on it is. As far as, yeah, you, know, you guys have been around for a long time, and I've been doing this for a long time myself as well. How, have you noticed a shift uh, like the rest of the industry has as far as going from physical media like CDs, tapes, et cetera, onto the streaming services? And how does that impact you as basically as a business musically? Craig? It impacts everybody, man. And uh, a lot of the guys that you talk to nowadays are, are like beside themselves about it, you know. See even some some heavy hitters online, you know Tom Petty and a couple of other guys. Then they're just they're not into it. That, but but it seems to be the only way it's going to go, and and you have to go with the flow. You know what I mean? What what else are you going to do? Nobody's right. really buying CDs anymore. They're downloading exactly. it online. Yeah, as a matter of fact, uh, vinyl is taking off now. All of a sudden, out of the out isn't of the that past, weird? It is. I, I understand the concept uh, that, you know, to an audiophile, uh, there is a sound quality to vinyl that you don't get out of uh, out of CD or digital recordings. But the thing that strikes that's the same, me... That's the same thing as, as a guitar player wanting a tube amp as opposed to a, a transistor amp, you know what I mean? 
they well, like that right. old sound. If, if the album is recorded digitally in Pro Tools in the studio, what's the point of putting it on vinyl anyway? Yeah, I like the two-inch tape myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> the thing that gets me is I, I did not, in all my years, and I was in radio for, well, not quite since it was invented, but for a lot of years, <laughs> and I, I met I met and mixed with a lot of people, and I did not realize that. What was it like when they invented was... the steam engine, Dave? <laughs> the, I didn't realize there were that many people around that had the kind of tuned ear you have to have to hear and feel the difference. That where they would be, you know, this massive switch suddenly to vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, not to get off the subject, but music is all about feel. It's all about yes. feel. You know, you could be as technical as you want. And I say this about even like all the shows on TV, like The Voice and American Idol and all of that. If, 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 if you can show people what you're doing by, by you know, by singing the song with feel or, or feeling the music, guitar player, drummer, whatever, People feel what you do, and if and if they're not feeling it, you ain't selling it. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, you're absolutely right about you know, that. You know, remember Simon used to say say uh, to, to to a lot of people he see be like, it's not believable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he, he 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 means it's not believable. He yeah. he doesn't feel you. You know, John Bon Jovial, John Bon Jovial, you uh, want to chime in on this? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, as far as the, you know, the, the, the feeling of music, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with you guys on, on vinyl. There's the, uh, you know, I, David and I go back many years in, in the radio business. Uh, you know, I, I got my start in the late sixties and I know you got your start, what, in the early, early sixties, David, but, yeah. uh, you know, there, there is, you know, the digital era came along and, you know, everybody was just amazed. Oh, you know, I was listening to Bobby Darren's Mac the Knife and I heard something in it that I'd never heard before because it was so clean and everybody was, was you know, doing the oh wow thing about that until you, after you, you, you uh, immerse yourself in digital and then, you know, you'd put the record on and you realize that you miss that warmth, that analog offers that digital does not and yeah. digital can't i mean the, my, my my critique of digital whether it's on a cd or if it's streaming is that it's too clean i, yeah, I know it, it sounds weird but it's just too clean you're right uh, true. That's, and that's the, and then and true to that form is is uh is playing uh in a in a in a studio recording as a band as opposed to the guitar player recording in California and the drummer playing in, in New York. I mean, yes. you know, you, you, you would miss that whole warmth and feeling of a band being together, playing the song together live and recording it that way. And that's the way we yeah. did what you heard live yeah, it's one a take. It's a double-edged yeah, sword. I mean, it, at one, at one point it is something that is, fantastic that you're able to do this and and put a sound together even being in totally different parts of the world but then on the other hand yeah. the price you pay is you lose that warmth or as, as i have often said the the spontaneity the feel of actually doing it live especially yeah, doing it doing it live especially doing oh, yeah. it live and feeling the other musicians playing as far Absolutely. as media is yeah, as far as media is concerned 
I I have um, oh, hang on a second. We're getting a little bit of an echo here. Uh, you know, it, as far as the media is concerned, uh, I'm old school. I I really prefer uh, to hold something in my hand and read the liner notes. So I still buy CDs. I yeah, buy yeah. I buy books. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I buy, I buy records if, if I can't, you know, if, if, if well, I mean, I, I don't buy that many anymore. I, geez, I must have about a thousand of the damn things still, but, wow. um, yeah, uh, but, uh, but that's, be, that's because of my upbringing. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I feel fortunate that I didn't have the internet growing up as a kid, that I didn't have computers. I'm 65 years old and I grew up in a time to where I'm, I'm not uh, incredibly that far behind you. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, you know, I, I grew up in a time that, you know, if, if we wanted to actually communicate with each other, we'd visit with each other, which was kind of a nice thing to do. Well, that's uh, but I remember, Yeah, I remember in Boston, I grew up in the Boston area, and I remember going to the tea party on the weekends, and not, not these idiot, repo- these, these, the political idiots, but uh, yeah, the, yeah, the, right. the actual, you know, the Boston Tea Party, which was right across the street from Fenway Park, and, you know, and going to see these the legendary bands, you know, Henderson wow. Cream oh, cool. and, and all these guys. Oh, yeah, the Grateful Dead. It was just, it was amazing. But it was a shared experience, not a digital experience. And, and you know what, David, and, and that's and that's awesome, and I agree with you. And uh, what a great time to to be, you know, uh, able to see those those great artists. And and now we're we're in uh, 2016, and and you know, for the past few years, you know, we have as artists and and entertainers, we have to embrace um, digital, and we have to embrace social media. And really, it's the vehicle that that is is getting your your art, your music out there now. So you yeah. have to embrace it. You have to be oh, good yeah, at it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And most and bands use it as advertisements for their gigs. Yes. There you, you know? go. And that's well, that's yeah. the trick. You've got to take what's available, whatever is is the thing that's working, and find a way to use that to your advantage. And uh, I right. have to use the time to our advantage because we are starting to get a little bit down near the end. And I do want to wrap this up with you guys and make sure that you know that we'd love to have you come back. As a guest on our show, you are free to post all your music news, your new releases, your schedules, your tour dates, whatever, to my radio page on Facebook. That's what it's there for. Great. It's for guests of the show uh, anytime. And be sure and keep in touch with us so that uh, when we you do have some new will. music coming out, uh, we'd love to have you come back on the show. We'll help you break the new CD or whatever it is. And uh, yeah, well, we we got, we're this. working on some material now. So fantastic! We'll Thank you, David. Thank you guys for having us. We'd love to get pleasure. back with you. What you do before you leave, real quickly. Tell us, since you're also going into original material now, tell us a little bit about the track we're going to play called "The Flame." Ah, cheap trick. It's uh, to, to 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 me, it's a it's a very, a very emotional song. Um, and I sing it that way, and it it just, I don't know, it just feels like um. <laughs> I got you. I, I, I got you. Our new music, our new music is gonna be is gonna be it's definitely gonna be uh, rocking, but uh, you're gonna hear some some really great emotion from from Craig's vocal and some really great emotion on the guitars and the whole band. So. You know, we'll, we'll let you know when that new CD is out, and uh, and yeah, the flame is just uh, very hard to sing, and the quality on this is really good. We really appreciate you having us. 
Fantastic. We really appreciate you coming and spending time with us and sharing your story with us. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here they are. This is Buttered Soul. The song is called The Flame. Another night slowly closes in And it feels so lonely Touching heat freezing on my skin I pretend you still hold me I'm going crazy, I'm losing sleep I'm in too far, I'm in the way too deep Over you, I can't
Thank you, listeners, for paying attention, for being here. You're the reason we do all of this. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. Great show today, and thank you to everybody. Hey, if you want to get on to the David Bowers Awards, why don't you send your EPKs to david at thedavidbowers.com for your chance to be on the show. We'd love to have you on. And uh, the David Bowers Awards, produced by the David Bowers for Stick It In Your Ear Productions from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and our studios in Bullhead City, Arizona, along the majestic Colorado River. We are available. You got your ears on? You with us, Nick? Nope, guess not. Be sure to join the David Bowers Awards uh, May 8th uh, at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific time, when our guests will be the amazing duo of Jocelyn and Chris, Florida's own Jamie uh, Janie Durbin, and she'll be debuting her new single, Direct from London, the one and only Johnny Zykotica with a breaking British piece, and the head of B2D Records, Terry King, with Rockstar 101. Follow the David Bowers on Blog Talk Radio as well as Twitter and Facebook to find out everything first, maybe even before we do. Until then, for the David Bowers, Nick the Geek, Hopalong Sarcassity, and all the crew of uh, insane uh, people here at the asylum, this is John Bon Jovial saying be good to each other, have a, a great rest of the spring, and we'll see you next month, May 8th at 2 p.m. Eastern, here on the David Bowers Awards.